Hey guys, welcome to Always Always. I am Ashley. I'm a mother, a creative, an activist, and a writer. And I'm Q, Quentin if you're nasty. I'm the other half of Always Always. And I'm a published writer and author, a collegiate coach, professional coach. We all traveled in 12 countries. And I'm a father of three. We've been together for about four years. We have three children together, ages 14, 20 months, and three months old. Basically, the 20 month is basically about to be two in a couple of months. We created this platform as a way to document our journey, but also to be very transparent about our very own Black love story. And we look forward to sharing with you and building with you. And we really appreciate you listening and we hope you follow us on this journey. And always, always. Mars, say thank you. Thank you. Happy April. Welcome back to the Always, Always podcast. I'm Q. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Moon is here again. Moon is pretty vocal. So she she sounds like she's going to be a big part of this episode. She also turned six months a couple of days ago. Yeah, she did. Happy half birthday. Half birthday. It is flying. Seriously, she's getting so big. Like... She's just getting really big. I feel like she recently went through a growth spurt. She is doing all the things. Um, she can sit up. She can almost pull herself up to a sitting position. Rolling all over the place. Can't leave her nowhere. She's trying to roll off everything that you put her on or lay her on. She can, like, turn herself. She's not crawling yet, but she is well on her way. She does like this little scooch thing. And so she's mobile. And, you know, from here, it just it goes so fast. Um, and Mars turns two at the end of the month. So that also yeah. went by really, really, really fast. I agree. Mars said dinosaur today. He definitely did. He was watching one of those. <laughs> Dinosaur shows on our phone. He said dinosaur. And he definitely pronounced every part of it. I feel like he's been saying it for the past few days. But it's one of those things where, you know, you just kind of be like, wait, did I hear what I think I heard? Right. But then, like, he said it very clear. And Q, Q was there, too. And I was like, did you hear that? He's like, yeah. I guess they went shopping yesterday, and this man was picking out his own clothes and pointing at him. He came with like four different pieces of dinosaur clothing. Yeah, I took him shopping last night. Um, he wanted all the dinosaur things. And so, you know, he got all the dinosaur things. T-shirts and shorts and joggers. Swim trunks. <laughs> he picked up dinosaur <laughs> swim trunks. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know they made these. It's going to be funny as he gets older and his obsession either grows or goes away. But I told I told Ashley he's in the right place because Ohio State got a real big program um, with the study of dinosaurs and things like that. So dinosaurs. It's, it's pretty funny. Dinosaurs. 
He's roaring at everybody at all the games when we're out. Ethan. Oh, yeah. Now he got a sister doing it, too. Um, well, how was your weekend? The weekend was pretty good. Um, we had six days, six games this past week with Jameer. One of the games got rained out, so that took it down to five. So Saturday morning, went straight from work to his game. He ended up playing against one of his travel teammates. <laughs> and we- <laughs> and he ended up playing against a couple of his teammates and um you know they 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 got blew out the last couple games but Jameer is playing really really well and like even with them losing it's kind of showing like his character and he probably played the best game up to this point since I've known him on uh this past week and then we he found out he told us after the game that his coaches had named him captain. And um, especially for Jameer, I feel like it's really, really big and the progression is coming, especially with him not being like a vocal type of person. And I think it's really big. I feel like it's a big deal too because, um, you know, like, so he's a freshman, um, but he's on JV. He's starting JV. Yeah, he starts JV. And so for him to be on JV, that means that there's players on his team. Some are freshmen. They got a junior on their team. But there's sophomores and there's a junior too. And so to like identify him as a leader amongst, you know, kids who are older than him. Like, I just feel like it's a big deal. Also, probably about a year ago, we had to just kind of have like a pretty tough conversation, you know, with Jameer and figure out, um, you know, what he wanted to do and if he wanted to continue, you know, with like playing at a high level and a like a highly competitive level, or if he just really somewhere so like do it for fun because it's a big difference in like price point, you know, like to do it for fun, you can play on a rec league or you know just for your school, but to play at a high level. You know, like, we had plans for him that were going to just be, you know, it's expensive, okay? It's very expensive, and it takes a lot of effort, a lot of energy. A lot of every weekend from the start of the summer to the end of summer, and then you go on the fall ball and, you know, price point, but also traveling. Travel. And mind you, at the time, I was pregnant with Moon. So we really just had to have, like, a, a hard conversation with him and just kind of put it on the table going into freshman year um and we all kind of left that conversation i think knowing his potential um but really the ball was in his court <laughs> like you know as parents you can only do so much and jameer has like truly um risen to the occasion over the past year and he has done literally Everything me and Q have asked him to do and told him he needed to do, like he's gone just above and beyond. And now he's at a point where he is able to like truly see and like reap the benefits of his hard work. So I'm excited for him. You are loud and you are. It's time to go to bed, girl. You tripping. Oh Y'all, it's been such a long day. And the fact that she's even still up is just driving me nuts. 
And I hope y'all understand. Like, we be wanting to record this podcast and do all kinds of stuff. When you have kids, you have no control over your own schedule or your own life. Also, we, you know, we be wanting to. We want Moon a part of it, but we don't necessarily want her yelling the whole episode. But, you know, she runs the show. Clearly. <laughs> and she don't care, y'all. She's so happy. She's got the biggest smile on her face as we try to work through her talking. All right. What, what are we talking about today? Um, To continue from last week, you made your announcement. And um, I just kind of wanted to delve in and um, kind of talk about, like, career, not necessarily career paths, but starting something new and, like, getting a fulfillment of or not being fulfilled in what you're doing and transitioning to something that you want to do and passionate about, kind of. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of us do are doing things or we might work somewhere or a part of something that, you know, you necessarily don't want to be a part of and it's hard to try to transition or change that kind of. So um, we could talk about like becoming this this real estate couple um, in the works. Still got to put the work in, but Mm -hmm. just along those lines, we can discuss that. Yeah. So I think that for me, I've always kind of been like this free spirit who like just really wanted to like do my own thing. And my friends, my closest friends, Aquia and Keisha, you know, like we still laugh about it because, you know, when I was younger, like I had a lot of jobs and, you know, like it was nothing to me to go from job to job. I was never a two-week notice type girl. Um, I just kind of did my thing. And um, I don't know, like, I became a parent young. And so when I had Jameer, um, you know, I, I really needed to, like, buckle down. And I don't know, even at that point, like, it, it's never, like, set right with me to like have to do certain things just because I needed the money. And so like when it would come to like having certain jobs or whatever, and it's like you would have to, you know, you were always in somebody else's mercy. You always had to ask permission to take days off. You always had to, you know, come in when you didn't necessarily want to. All of that stuff just really got on my nerves. And it always has. Um, when I started working at Boys and Girls Club, I don't know, like, I was really excited because I, you know, saw the opportunity for, like, a real career, and it just truly ended up being, like, a real toxic situation, and I was there for almost seven years, and so I'll just say it has never sat right with me, just, like, the traditional nine to five, Um, and I'm going to say it's because I want the freedom to do what I want to do, and I don't mean that in, like, a irresponsible way. I mean it more in like uh I want freedom. Mm-hmm. Like bruh, if I want to take some days off, like say you are just having a bad couple days and you just need a minute to breathe. 
it kills me that you have to put in a request and request your own time off. Like, bruh. Like, I don't know. Like, and then, and then employers will literally tell you no. An employer will tell you no, you cannot have a mental health day, or no, you cannot take a vacation or take vacation days, whatever. I just, I just don't believe that because you don't like. I'm not asking for your permission. I'm telling you, I'm not going to be here. I'm trying to be courteous. You know. So that's what I mean when I say like, I've literally always been like that. Um, And so for me, especially now with having three kids, it's just important for me to have control over my own life. And really say to me, like, that's exactly what it is. So if I want to sell one house a month, if I want to sell one house a year, that's on me. If I want to sell 50 houses a month, that's on me. Like, how much money I make, how much I work, my hours, the days I work, the time I take off, all of that is totally on me. And I think, you know, like, that's like that is what I need especially at this point in my life because um, you know life is unpredictable with having these, these three babies so. that's definitely yeah I applaud you for that I mean like I said a lot of people you kind of get stuck in uh, you, you just get stuck you know and then you start it just become becomes like a a stressful just it drains you you know it kind of turns you into something that you don't necessarily like like you is start that how you feel? is that how you personally feel currently or just my view on, on jobs period currently I mean for sure I mean currently I'm I'm in the process of doing something that I've been doing up to this point but I haven't done in probably a year and a half or so but within that time span that I haven't been doing that I've been doing something that I you are <laughs> just like, like super I mean because I don't want to like I'm okay. not really talking to code but probably for the last two years I've been working third shift and I'm doing something industry wise that I mean, I would continue to pursue it if the money was there, but it's not a passion. And I, you know, I I really dislike it. But it's one of those things is like, I don't know, it's feeding the family and taking care of stuff at the time. And it allowed me to um, watch Mars, Mars grow up and spend time to where had I not, had I chosen to do something else, I wouldn't have necessarily got to see Mars grow up. Um, I would have missed the first few months because I would have been away in a different state. So currently, yeah, I do feel like that. Like you, it's like it's it's just bullshit. Like they they kill you and work you work you and like they say, if you will to ever leave or kick the bucket, you know they're gonna be filling your job the next day, and it's like. It feel like a waste of time when you're doing stuff that you don't necessarily see yourself doing long term. Because when you look back, it's going to be like, man, I gave them a year. I gave them two years. I gave them six months. And it's kind of like, you know what? I could have been probably doing something else 
pushing me further towards my goals instead of being in here, you know, really just bullshitting and putting mileage on yourself. So it's a, um internal battle every day, definitely. I mean, and I think, okay, like, uh, you kind of touched on it, too. These guys just don't, they don't really care about you. I don't know. I just, I, so what I've been telling Quincy is that, uh, like, it's cool to, like, we all have to work. Most of us have to work. You have to, you know, be able to provide for yourself. Some people don't have to work. Must, must be nice, but that's not our stories. And that's not, you know, that's, those are not the kind of families that we come from. Like we come from, you know, working class families. And um, it's cool to have a good job. It's cool to apply for different jobs and different positions and whatever. But essentially, like, it's all asking for somebody to give you an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that is okay. I am just not that type of person. And to be constantly having to ask somebody, like, hey, give me a shot. Hey, give me an opportunity. Um, because, again, essentially, that is what applying for a job is. It's irritating to me. It's irritating to me to be to be in the position for somebody to be able to tell me no. And so I've just been talking with you about like creating opportunities for ourselves. So like I'm not asking you for an opportunity because I'm creating an opportunity for myself. And I don't, you know, and I'm not in a position where I'm at your mercy. You know what I'm saying? Like you get tired of constantly being in the position of being at somebody else's mercy, and you know I'm just I, I'm really trying to kind of get out of that place, and I truly feel like entrepreneurship, you know, it is the way to go. Now I'm you know, 33 years old at this point, and had I been here in this place 10 years ago. You know, I can already be 10 years in the game, but I guess it's better to arrive late than never. Yeah. I mean, no, nah, it's definitely, it's never too late to start. I mean, I feel like I've done it in the past, like we're writing a book. Right after I graduated college, I had wrote a book and, um, I mean, I kind of used all the tools as far as what I went to school for to, you know, write it, publish it, promote it. All the marketing was me, basically. Um, it's It was fun. It's fun, like, marketing and branding and networking. And uh, I'm good at connecting with people and talking. So, like, the grind of it is amazing, like, pushing your own book and, talking to people and helping people or going here, um, speaking at, spoke at graduations and high schools and board meetings and colleges and things like that and pushing that. And I'm kind of mad at myself for not um, writing more right after that. And up to this point, I've kind of started to write 
again. But like, I feel like the first one came so easy, but I also had the luxury of having time to do that. But then I feel like I was on a timeline because, I mean, you go in to make it like make an impact as far as whatever you're writing. Well, what I wrote was for like students and parents and just trying to help us out as a community. So sharing that, but also when you first graduate, you like, man, I graduated. I went to grad school, got my master's. So you just come out like, bro, I'm about to be swimming in it, like whatever. <laughs> so then when you push the book, it's like, bro, I'm about to be New York, like a number one seller, best times. I'm about to be all over the place. I'm going here, going here. And like, you kind of, I don't want to say I got into it for money, but you kind of want to generate income so you can have that flexibility to do what you want. Like I said, I wish I probably would have stuttered it while I was in school because I had less responsibility. Then when you get on on your own, you kind of, you're doing that, but then you kind of working to fund, you know, whatever you're trying to do. So the grind of it is cool. I feel like the hunger, um, it really just depends on the person you are. But I, I definitely feel like it's the way to go as long as you can make it happen. And that's, you know, you're, you're better with that as a person. Because some people are great working for people and having a schedule and having somebody direct them and relying on somebody else to make a profit. And, I you know, I don't look down upon that at all. Like, it just truly depends on the type of person that you are. Because, so for example, my mother worked at the post office for a long time. Like, over 20 years. I don't know exactly how long, but over 20 years. Maybe 25 years, 27 years. And it's nothing. Like, she totally mastered the game in the post office and like she just had it down to a science like she knew what she was doing she knew how to maneuver she knew how to you know work her her job the way that she needed to work it like she just you know she had no problems with it and she enjoyed it and you know she went to work and they would have you know mandatory overtime stuff like that and she did it for a long time and it was nothing. My mom retired from the post office. Queen Jones. Do you know that I used to work at the post office? I mean, you you How worked, many days did I work at the post office? I don't think you made it 24 hours. I'm I worked at the post office for two days, y'all. Two days. I was probably 23, 24 years old. I worked there for two days. I said, oh. I, I I will not be back here. Now, mind you, my mom, obviously older than I am, and she would be in there. It was nothing to her, but I just couldn't. I couldn't. And it's not, I'm not a lazy person. It's not a laziness. It just, it was not, it was not for me. Um. So I just think it depends on, on the kind of person that you are. Because, you know, some people like the consistency of the nine to five because, you know, you, you you know exactly how much money you're going to make. You know exactly when you're getting paid. You got some good benefits. You know, 
you know, yeah, you get you get a retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, like some people enjoy the stability that a, a nine to five brings. Um, but for me, again, it's just all about freedom. Like I, I can't, I cannot, I cannot. Well, I mean, obviously, I can when I have to. But I would just really prefer not to be in that position. Like, bruh, it makes me itch thinking about having to request my own time uh-huh. off. You got me messed up, okay? I'm just, I'm not coming to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, just keep doing what you're doing, chase your dream. Do everything that you want to do. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, whatever you want to do, definitely do it because life is short. So, but um, with the real estate thing, we were talking uh, a month ago. We were just talking and I was like, hey, you you might want to do it. Crazy thing is when I first saw, I started off, I went to University of Texas El Paso. So I ended up transferring in like year two. And I came and transferred to Youngstown State. So that summer, as I was transitioning, moving back from Texas to Ohio to go to Youngstown, I had um, been talking to my mom's friend who was in the real estate. And you know, I had looked into it and all the classes and everything. And I was going to spend my, uh, one of my little school checks and pay for the real estate class and do all that. But then my timetable got turned around because something happened. And um, just moving around and all of that, it kind of got lost. But I wanted to do it at like 19, you 20. To, like, uh, be an agent, like sell real estate. Yeah, I was like doing all the stuff to prepare to actually mm-hmm. sign up for the class. I was going to do it that summer. You were driving me. Uh, 2011, when I was at Youngstown, whatever stuff happens. So... Fast forward to our conversation when we're talking and you know you're doing your class, taking your test. And you was like, hey, you might want to like look into it. Like you don't necessarily got to sell houses, but it's different things, home inspection, appraisals, different things like that. And it um, kind of took me back to when we had got this crib and I was basically watching the home inspector dude and he doing every little thing. And I'm like, yeah, I, done, I didn't did that. Not necessarily knowing, not knowing what I was actually doing, but just you move a lot growing up and you know, we love long, hot showers. I spend a lot of time in the bathroom. So just naturally, you you kind of learn, like, what house has got good water pressure and different things like that. So some of the stuff he was doing, I was like, I didn't, I did that before. Like, just unnaturally thinking about it. So we had talked about it. I was like, man. And at this, at this time, I probably had from... I probably had like 30 interviews over like the last year, which is ridiculous. So it actually pretty much was like another stream of income. I'm doing the real estate thing, boom, boom, boom. So I'm like, okay. I started looking at like home inspection and things like that. And I'm like, I started getting excited about it. Like this is something that you could do on the side for extra income. But you know, they say you should have multiple streams of income anyway. So I kind of be kicking myself in the foot, even though, I'm, like, I'm a couple years younger. It's just like you kind of wish you already had it all figured out already. So long story short, it kind of um, pushed me into pursuing it. So 
I'm currently working on my certification um, to become a home inspector licensed. As of March 29th, IQ Home Inspection LLC is officially a company owned and operated by me, Moon Jones and Mars Jones. So they have their own business at the sweet age of six months. And um, really just thank you. Congrats, congrats, Moon. Congrats. But so that's currently what's going on on top of some other stuff that, you know, will get announced if it happens in a couple weeks or so or whatever, whatever the time table is, whatever the Lord got working. But just back to the conversation, just that little combo. And then like, man, I, it makes sense. Like, you know, we getting, you get you got the money to do it. And. You can do it however you want. You can join a brokerage, you can join a bank, or you can do it independently. They take two to three hours. You make such and such for this amount, and you can do as much as you can, or you can do as little as you can, but you always got that as a fallback. So if you ever did want to pursue that, or you want to transition from a coaching job or whatever, or whatever I'm doing now, if I ever just wanted to do it full time, or just, it's just good to have different stuff. And it's crazy. Like, I've done a lot of different things. And part of that is just not having direction all the way. And then part of that is, like, I'm one of those people, like, I done did it. And I'm good at it. But I feel like I don't know if I see it happening long term or if, like, it's worth it. So I didn't, like, well, I didn't work for the United States Golf Association. I had an internship with them probably could go back into golf and do that and then did a lot of things so i just be reminiscing like did you know i'm like a certified ref for lacrosse no. <laughs> i got certified in, in lacrosse at the y over two weekends when i was in west virginia just to make extra money over the summer so like it's just different stuff i guess to kind of always make money so i want to thank you for pushing me in that direction and what? No, this ain't never happened. This you, that's cap. Here we go. Q, what did you? What? Okay. All right. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Go that's ahead. crazy. I uh, I give you your flowers every every day. No, you don't, and that's why you're moving around. I'm not. Because you feel uncomfortable. I'm not. Bro, I give you real flowers and you know figurative flowers. Okay. But I'm yeah, sorry, I appreciate it, and hopefully. Um, with these endeavors, I saw that the the other stuff that we got going, you know, it can take the family to to a place of uh, stability and comfort. I just think that um, I'm I'm proud of you. I think that you put a lot of pressure on yourself, um, because you feel like you're supposed to have everything figured out. And it's a lot easier to tell you than it is to even apply to myself. So I get it. Um, but you're literally not supposed to have it all figured out. Like, you are doing a great job. Um, and you, like, I tell you this all the time. What is meant for you, nobody can touch it. Nobody can take away something that was meant for you. And so I know you be getting, like, down on yourself and... 
you just got to keep pushing, keep moving forward. And again, what's yours, nobody can touch. It's not even accessible to anybody else because it has your name on it already. And it was written before you even existed. It was written and it was yours. So, you know, be proud of yourself as you figure it out and celebrate yourself along the way. Again, it's a lot easier to tell you than to even apply it to myself. But it's the truth. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to be okay. And we are building a real estate empire. Okay. <laughs> and I truly believe this. Like, I truly believe this. Like, you know, you got it. You, you, you doing you. And I got, you know, the real estate going on. And we are going to be okay. And I believe that when we are, you know, 90 years old, we'll be sitting on the porch. And rocking chairs, me drinking hot tea, and you probably drinking a slushy. Yeah. We'll be yep. thinking of, you know, we'll be thinking back to like the early days of our relationship when we were just getting started. Um, you know? Yeah. And I, I do. I do. Because people always ask me, like, when you going to write another book outside of that? I do appreciate it what you said, I, I acknowledge everything you said. But I do, I, I'll be thinking about it like, man, I don't know, it's like the creative juices stop flowing and then they flow when they, then real life hit. But I genuinely, Isn't that I'm the gonna, life of a creative? I'm gonna write another book. I got a couple in mind that I, that'll be really good. Um, So I'm really about to push that. And, uh, just become, you know, up to work ethic a little bit, for sure. You gotta, um, you know I don't it, know. You just, you gotta. You know what it is? What? I, a lot of stuff, because I've always been a night person, right? But now I work at nights. So, like, the times where I'd be up at night and you get all these thoughts and ideas, it's a, it'd be the time where I already be up, ain't nothing going on. And it's kind of like, that's like quiet time to where it's like, I could put pen to paper or I can, you know, put it in the work. And then when I wake up in the morning, it's done. So I feel like however, over the course of time, that kind of like got blocked for real. Cause it'll be times where I'm just up and it's like, ain't nothing else going on. Everything's just done. And that's when I'm, like my best, if that makes sense. Yeah. From a creative process, because when I wrote the first book, it took me 30 days. And like, I'm turning on music. I'm just, boom, writing. We'd be talking or we'd be on a date. We'd eat, be eating out. When I get an idea, I pull my phone out, write it, text it to myself. Later on that night, I put it together. So it's like, like I said, it's the creative thing. And also like when I really lock in on something, I can knock it out real quick. So it's just like, just gotta get back to it. And it's hard, I mean, cause you gotta adjust. Like you also didn't have a whole family back when you wrote that first book. And so you gotta figure out like how to be productive when you got so many other things happening. You know, like we, we are literally recording a podcast with Moon rolling all over this damn bed, hollering, you know, playing, whatever, and we're still getting through it. Like, I feel like that's a, a great 
you know. Um, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of. Example. Sure. Uh, the word I was thinking of was much fancier. But sure. Um, but, like, you just got to figure out how to be productive even with everything that we got going on. And I do, too. I, again, I don't. I, <laughs> bro, what was the last time I posted on my blog? I don't even know. And it's because I'm so exhausted all the time. Exhausted. Like, the moment that she goes to sleep, I don't want to talk. I don't want to... I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to think. It's night-night time. I don't want to do <laughs> yeah. anything. And I'm exhausted. It's also like, yeah, like you said, the schedule, because between work and juggling that, and then two under two, then you got a high schooler. They playing six days a week. The only free day we got during the week is Sunday. So it's just like... It's exhausting. You have a very, very, very busy life, and it's challenging trying to fit in our hopes and dreams with our day-to-day responsibilities. But it's got to be done. It's yeah. definitely got to be done. So on both ends, whatever we got to do to make that happen, we all have to figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm proud of you again. I mean, we're doing it. It doesn't you know, sometimes the tiny baby steps don't feel significant, but I am I'm I'm very hopeful for our future. Like super hopeful. And I know that we're gonna be buying a house in the jungles of Honduras someday. someday. Yeah, we're gonna live in a couple of places because the first chance I get for us to move back to Prague or anywhere international that makes sense, we all about to go live this life. Abroad, and I want to live in the jungle in Honduras. And with the money we plan on making, we can do that too. Well, so somebody who I follow on social media, you know, she goes to Puerto Rico quite often, mm-hmm. and she went last week, and it looks so beautiful. And now I want to go to Puerto Rico. Yeah, you know, that's still U.S. Yeah, I know. I really want to go. So. We can make that happen. I seen the trip for Puerto Rico that wasn't that much. It was all inclusive too. Great, let's make it happen. I well, want to go to that. I just want our to anniversary to next month and my birthday. Honestly, and you can tell me you was about to take me to Augusta, Georgia, and I would be excited. Oh no, they in Augusta with the Masters right now. Seriously, you can tell me that you was about to take me to I don't know anywhere. I just want to get. Somewhere. Anywhere but Mississippi. Oh man, don't do don't do my people like that. Valley? Is that where yeah. I want to go. I don't want to go with Uncle Clifford. I'm weak. <laughs> and with that being said, thank y'all for listening. Go follow us on the Always Always podcast. Please listen, like, share, comment, favorite. Pro, you know, just push it. Any couples y'all think want to listen, or anybody that just needs something to listen to while you're at work or driving early in the morning or just kicking it, go ahead, turn us on. We love y'all. We yeah. appreciate y'all. And as always, always.